0: Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Thanks so much for being with us. Coming up on the program, we are going to talk more about what many people saw in the sky last night. A lot of people wondering, what was that? Quite the light show for Metro Vancouver. We are going to check in with the Space Tourism Society to see what they have to say about that. Also talking more about that ship stuck in the Suez Canal. What is going to happen in the long term if that ship isn't moved out of the way? The satellite images, well, in the image on the ground, quite uh, spectacular or underwhelming depending on how you're looking at it so we're going to check in with the bc chamber of shipping right after the 1:30 news today first though the issue or idea of vaccine passports has certainly been talked a lot about a lot lately uh, with more and more people getting vaccinated so what exactly would that look like well mario canseco with research co has done a new poll on this and he joins us now to talk more about the results mario so great to have you back on the show Great to be back, you. Thanks for having me. What did you ask people about the idea of a vaccine passport? Well, we've been hearing about
1: this for the past few weeks. Uh, there's discussions about offering more flexibility as far as the activities that people who have been vaccinated could partake in. We wanted to feel, uh, get a sense of how BC residents feel about things uh, when it comes to having this uh, essentially what would be proof of vaccination certificates to do specific activities. And we see a high level of support, a majority of residents who believe that this is something that should be done at least temporarily for some things.
0: Uh, It seems like there's a big difference, though, when we're talking about things like getting on an airplane and traveling internationally uh, as opposed to going to a grocery store.
1: Completely. And what we see here is definitely an understanding from B.C. residents that certain things are more likely to be obvious when it comes to a vaccine passports. Uh, We see 73% who say that that they believe it's a good idea to have something like this. If you're traveling to another country, this is completely understandable. If you're going to a place where COVID-19 is still wreaking havoc, where a lot of people haven't been vaccinated, you don't want to have that ability to come back home and to spread the virus in your community. This is the highest level of support that we see here. Uh, It's a little bit lower for some other things that we tested, such as live spectator sports.
0: Uh, You also asked people then about travel. If we look at international travel, also say traveling within Canada or even traveling within the province, which I thought was an interesting one.
1: Yeah, we have uh, 64% of BC residents who think it's a good idea to have vaccine passports if you want to travel to another Canadian province. 60% who believe that this should be implemented for travel inside our own province. Now, from a logistical standpoint, this is quite the nightmare. It's definitely easier to keep control of vaccine passports if you're traveling to another country where you need to take a plane, where you're uh, essentially going to be uh, going through all sorts of documentation. Very, very difficult to implement something like this if you're traveling within your own province, unless you have road blockades, which is definitely not something that would happen. But I think what this shows us more than anything is the level of concern from specific communities about somebody bringing the virus into where they live. And it's no surprise that the highest level of support for all of the measures that we tested is in Vancouver Island, which has been relatively unaffected by COVID-19, especially if you compare it to other parts of the province. Uh,
0: which I guess makes a bit of sense. I think looking at the idea of uh, a vaccine passport for within your own province is a bit bizarre. Like you said, a, lo- a logistical nightmare. What are we going to have checkpoints on uh, on the Sea to Sky Highway, on the Trans Canada Highway? Uh, whereas, like you said, if you're talking about an island or a specific area, perhaps. That's a protected area. I, I, again, I guess I could see how logistically it would be easier, but it still uh, seems like a pretty far-out-there idea as far as traveling within B.C.
1: Oh, so, com- completely. You know, this isn't something that has certainly going to be easy to manage. Let's just put it that way. Um, but ultimately, I think what we've seen is a lot of people who have decided not to travel, who are you know, essentially following the recommendations of the health authorities and, and trying to stay close to home as much as they can, Um, The notion of this, uh, we really asked it because the summer is coming. Uh, We had a a little bit of a downward turn in the number of cases of COVID-19 that we had before the last summer. We were able to go out more. We were able to go to do specific activities that we couldn't do in March or April, and we see a high level of support for the notion of if everybody's been vaccinated and you want to go to a concert, you want to go to a live sporting event, we see no problem with this.
0: Uh, And I'm looking at this too. I mean, the idea of international travel, just getting back to the travel part, I'm not surprised that more people don't have a problem with that because we already have things like that. I mean, there are certain countries that you can't go to, uh, for example, unless you have a yellow fever vaccination and you have to show that at the airport when you get to that country. So that I think that concept isn't foreign. We've, We've been doing that. That's been something that's been there, whereas a lot of the other ideas are brand new.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is the reason for the level of support to be as high as it is. It's almost three out of four British Columbians who believe that this is the way it should be, Uh, certainly lower for, for all of the other things that we tested. And I think the main argument here is if we were going to be offering more flexibility to people who have been vaccinated, we need to figure out exactly how to do this. It's much uh, easier to do if you're controlling access to a venue. I'm thinking concerts. I'm thinking live sporting events. You have to show a bunch of documents if you're there. Even now, sometimes you use the phone to get into the venue. This could be one of the ways to do this, and it would certainly help some of the industries that have been struggling because of this. We don't even know if the CFL is going to have a season this year. And, you know, we know that the fan base is definitely tends to be older when it comes to the CFL. So this might be a way to get some people into their seats and enjoy the game if they have been vaccinated.
0: Uh, You also asked people about even returning to work, going back to an office environment. And would they uh, support the idea of you can only go back, say, if you're somebody who's been working from home, if you have this passport?
1: Yes, if we see 58% of BC residents who believe that you should have the vaccine, bas- uh, the vaccine passport, uh, in order to be able to work at an office, um, this is very complicated, and probably this is the toughest one uh, alongside uh, travel within your own province. Uh, the much much more complicated to to deal with something like this. I don't think employers will be in a position to say to people, you can only come back if you're vaccinated. There might be ways to deal with this. But the other issue that is quite interesting for me here is that we continue to see a lot of, uh, of those who are working from home right now who would like to continue to do that after the COVID-19 pandemic is over. So it's not only uh, the idea of going back to the office and maybe being infected, it's also the fact that those who have been working from home have certainly enjoyed it. And I would like to continue to do this at least on a part-time basis once COVID-19 is behind us.
0: All right, uh, Mario, we'll leave it there. Thanks again uh, for coming back on the program. Always a very interesting research. Thanks so much. My
1: pleasure, Jill. Anytime.
0: That is Mario Canseco. He is the president of Research Co. We're going to open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts on this? Taking a look at things such as international travel, would you be okay having to show your vaccine card to show that you did, in fact, get a COVID-19 vaccination? What about for places like sporting arenas, sporting events, visiting a gym, a fitness facility, going to a concert, going to a movie theater?